Hey guys, welcome back to the NASCAR series. This is episode 201. Just coming off episode 200. A very big milestone for me and, and all of you. I've got listens on each one of my episodes and I love it. And I'm doing good. Christopher Bell. Oh, he's feeling. He's going to Joe Gibbs next year. Driving number 20 in Toyota next year because Eric Jones got fired. Or I know. Oh, he drove the number 20 in Toyota in the XP series. He's not cup, but XP's. How about a Gaiko restart zone? Michigan, ma'am. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to get a car that was classy and elegant. Oh, oh I'm using my amazing accessories. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geico Restart Zone. And we saw a lot of action in the Geico Restart Zone this past weekend from Michigan. Let's go back and revisit it. Race 1, lap 148. Let's check these out from the eyes of Kevin Harvick. Dominated, won both races. Let's see what he did on these restarts. This one, to me, was an example of something he did throughout the days that I found amazing. Push Chase Elliott, push him into the corner, and then would turn right and get to their right rear quarter panel. That would slow them down, and then he would take that spot. That was incredibly smart racing by Kevin Harvick. Now let's move forward back 160. This time, Kevin Harvick's got the lead. So what does he do? How does he keep the lead? Right here, check out what he does to Keselowski. He turns left. That gets his door to Keselowski's door. That dumps the air onto Keselowski's car. That slows him down. Look how close Keselowski would have been to clearing Kevin Harvick in the middle of one and two. But because Kevin slowed Brad down, Brad wasn't clear. And that kept the battle for the lead happening. Without that, Keselowski has a lead right now. So now Kevin Harvick... Look at him trying to stay away from Brad. He's just putting his car where it wants to go. Brad trying to side draft Kevin. A ton of aggressive moves on these restarts. Kevin Harvick, race one, dominated, got the win. Great question is, can you do it on the second day? Check this out as we enter the Geico restart, restart zone. Now we're in race two. Once again, Kevin Harvick on the outside. Look at There's no help. Kyle Busch is not pushing Kevin Harvick. But on the bottom... There's great push to Denny Hamlin from Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney doing a really good job. Now, Ryan Blaney hangs a left. He's going to try to take the lead. If he doesn't get this done, he could be in trouble, right? Because that outside lane gets coming. He actually got some help right there because Harvick tried to turn, make it three wide. Wasn't having anything to do it for Blaney. So Blaney turned left, blocked that. That move actually pushed Blaney down the back straightaway, and now he's going to get the lead. So that one move by Ryan Blaney to block Kevin Harvick gave him an opportunity to take the lead. Those are the aggressive moves we're talking about that you have to do on these restarts. Now, move forward. Lap 109. This restart to me I thought was really interesting for a lot of reasons. There's a lot of pushing going on. A lot of, you know, that's what everybody's supposed to do. Right there, you can see now they've got three wide in row two. That's a major benefit to row one. That little bit of action where they got three wide, that slows their momentum down, and that allowed Kevin Harvick 
and our camera roll to create a little bit of space. Now that space is going to get closed up very quickly because of the draft down these straightaways. There's such a huge draft. Kevin Harvick on the very bottom. Look at Amarola. Amarola is just using all the racetrack in the gas, just doing whatever he has to do to be in the gas as long as he can be. But his car was good enough to get himself back into position and eventually go past Eric Amarola. So once again, guys, the Geico Restart Zone played a huge role in who won these races. And I can promise you, we are going to see more aggression as the playoffs approach. And as we get into the playoffs, and for this coming weekend, for the road course at Daytona, for anybody that's ever watched a road course race there, the entrance to turn one is ridiculously wide. It's like an invitation to four wide, five wide, and we're going to see some crazy action right there. No practice, no preparation other than simulation work and that type of stuff. And I think that this weekend's going to be absolutely nuts. That's all three racing on a rope. Where's huh? Ooh, Team Penske. Unveils Menard-inspired throwback scheme for Darlington. Oh, man. That car looks nice. Some Maytag Menards. And that car looks pretty good. How about an Xfinity Fast Recap? Cindric said seeds and Harvick sweeps. Kind of rhyme. Proud premier partner of NASCAR. Doubleheader weekend here at Michigan. These stages are short. The intensity will have to be high right from the get-go. And we're green at Michigan. Caution is out. Matt Crafton certainly just a victim. Oh, he's going to get loose right here. And Sauter's going to go around. Zane Smith, winner at Michigan. The NASCAR Xfinity Series is green. Austin Cedric is going to be the 11th different winner at Road America. The first of the doubleheader. Green flag is out in Michigan. The 38 goes around. John Hunter Nemechek. Crosses out for the 41. Oh, and around goes the three. The six also involved. Harvick's going to win again at Michigan. Second race of the doubleheader. Underway from Michigan. Oh, they catch the 12 and the two into the wall. Christopher Bell in the 95. Kevin Harvick is going to sweep Michigan. He wins again. Great job, guys. Awesome job. Two days in a row. Okay. How about some Cole Confidential? Prime praises Charles Rule at Michigan. Well, yeah, Charles Rule came from one lone race, the NASCAR All-Star Race, and now it was used at Michigan. Your cousin from Boston. There's nothing like fall in New England. Nature's firecrackers. Friggin' majestic. Marty, I told you not to work on your car in the parking lot. This was the very first time in a points race that we saw the choose rule on track. So, Cole, like let me get your reaction for it. I think you might like it. Oh, I loved it. I, was, I thought it was great. You know, I thought it just a uh, perfect place to, to break it out at is Michigan. It's so critical. I thought there was great strategy. And at the end of the day, it's fair. You know, people can call it a gimmick or whatever they want. But uh, for those race teams that are competing on a weekly basis, this is the most fair thing that that uh, has happened to them in a long time. So from a competitor standpoint, watching it, I thought it was great. I thought the strategy part of it was great. You know, it's not a guaranteed, but 
I don't know. I applaud NASCAR big time for uh, for putting it in. Watching and seeing the drivers and the teams work together based on that choose rule, it has to be important for track position, but it's also important to think about who's behind you pushing you and what pusher you want back and what lane you choose, right? Yeah, it's a huge element. It's just uh, just adds another strategy game to it. You know, not only are you picking the lane, it's who you're going to line up behind and and uh, who's going to line up on on the outside. You could be, you know, you could pick one side that ends up hurting another guy on the other side. So it could mix up teammate battles or help you. So I just think uh, it's a huge strategy element now. And I don't know. At the end of the day, again, it's fair, and that's and that's the best part. Wait, I mean, true jewel was really exciting. Mm-hmm. A nice little race, bit of action to see. I'm pushing the excitement right here. There's Art. There's maybe I should call the final up. Sarvik battles Hamlin to get the sweet damage. This is the decision when Guy you see how when people save money for over 75 years. They've really stood the test of time, much like these majestic Rocky Mountains, which must be named after the... It would be Rocky the Flying Squirrel, Mr. Gecko, sir. Geico. And he's going to get a big run down this front straightaway. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised Harvick didn't run that top of him. Here comes Denny with a huge run. Back in the top 16. Jones in the top 16 now, too. Oh, yeah. Nice to see both of those drivers racing on the top 15, 16 points, which puts him in position for the playoffs. And here's a report Bubba Wall says he has an offer from Chip Ganassi for CU or a place to see from the 42. Ooh, uh, when Kyle Larson fired a racial slur and got said a racial slur and got fired from NASCAR. 
Matt Kenseth is right now currently driving 42. Honey, where's our limo? We're not getting a limo. Well, I thought you were going to get a car that was classy and elegant. Oh, we are. You're fanatical about NASCAR. Geico's fanatical about saving you money on car insurance. Proud partner of NASCAR. Kelly, terrific run yesterday for Bubba Wallace, finishing ninth today, right now running 14th. And in the continuing saga of Bubba's silly season, a report came out earlier today that he does indeed already own a piece of Richard Petty Motorsports. I asked him before the race, is that true? Andy Merstein, the owner, co-owner of the team, confirmed it. Bubba said, yeah, I've owned a piece of the team since 2019. I just didn't talk about it very much. But he did tell me it is not locked and loaded that I'm staying in this 43 car next year in 2021 there's an offer from the 43 and he said frankly there's an offer from chip ganassi racing for the 42 car as well he said i'm weighing everything i can right now we'll make a decision hopefully soon so the saga rick continues about where bubble will wind up in 2021 well yeah and then eric jones his name got thrown into the mix just recently so you have you know, jimmy johnson stepping away as far as retirement bubble wallace where will he end up it seems like he has a few different offers that he is Right now. I feel like one of them is like right now, like go fast racing or front row. Like, imagine next year, like the 36 car comes back. Back with Wallace. Imagine if like different cars, our numbers come. That's cool to see, but we haven't really seen the in the end of silly season yet because. We're very early in it. It's just August. This right now. Anyway, we are at the end of our time. See you tomorrow for another great episode on the NASCAR series.